On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to discuss YouTube Shorts, what they are, and why you may want to pay attention to them. Should be interesting. And speaking of making shorts, today's episode is made possible by our good friends at Movo, who make all the great microphones and lights and stands that you could use with your smartphone to make YouTube shorts. You can also use them for your camcorders and DSLRs and everything else to take some really good videos. But if you're going to make some YouTube shorts with your phone, you can use these great products from Movo to make it sound like a million bucks, which hopefully that's what you're going to make when you do YouTube shorts. Right, Steve? Yes. Yes, indeed, Absolutely. Ray. Yes. But if you want to go down and check out some of these microphones and lights and everything else from Movo, then head on over to raiselinks.com slash Movo, M-O-V-O. And with that, let's hit that music. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise and has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. And it's the radio show about video, video marketing madness with Ray the Video Guy. And I'm Steve Sleeper, our uh, Landing page, govmm.com, where we've got a list of all the podcatchers and social medias and stuff. Hey, you know what I did? I have no idea what you did, Steve. Okay. Well, as you know, I've been scouring Amazon daily looking mm-hmm. for new products that I can make review videos on and put out there per the Make Money Online with Lou dot com course and we had lou on about a month ago oh he, you yes. know he uh he talks about how you can sell amazon and clickbank stuff using youtube videos and i've been relatively successful at it realizing you know i'm i'm still you know a newbie but i have found a number well a number i found a number of youtube video uh production stuff that I put up there, like a video camera, a decent yep. video camera for 150 bucks. Yep. That gets good reviews. I've got a um, a GoPro imitator for 150 dollars. Wow. You know things like that, and it's at SteveSleeper.com. Need video stuff is the uh, is the link. So, yeah, I'll uh, I've I've only got three four things on there right now i don't know how much more i'll add it's not like i'm going to load it up with video cameras but this little 150 dollars camera it's pretty nice that's very cool yeah i like it yeah how's that going for you overall um i'm i'm selling quite a bit of amazon stuff are you uh, really yeah i'm selling quite a bit of amazon stuff now w- when i say quite a bit about 20 things so far in the how long have i been doing this Six weeks, something like that. Um, ClickBank has been two things. And here's what I found. I thought, okay, why am I only... Because, like, uh, uh, $50 for Amazon so far on 20 things. Uh, Two things on ClickBank, $50, you know. So why am I not selling more ClickBank? So I look and... uh, all my Amazon videos are still on page one, but ClickBank's more competitive, and so my videos are getting moved off of page one. Sure. 
So what I have done is, uh, first of all, reinstalled VidPro, bought the VidPro, reinstalled VidIQ, and uh, upgraded to the Pro version, and uh, grab all those uh, competitors' uh, tags, you know, and, and put them in there. And then also I have a software called CTR Booster, which is very good in that I can go out and uh, uh, it goes out and looks at the video using residential proxies. And uh, Google doesn't seem to mind it. If they knew, they probably would. But, you know, to, to Google, it looks like somebody in Cleveland and then somebody in Akron and then somebody in uh, wherever, uh, Toledo are watching the videos, you know, every few hours. And yeah, nice. Uh, nice. so uh, that's my next test is CTR Booster is a good vid watching application. It's a bot, but it's, it, it works really well. And um, so between that and getting the vidIQ uh, uh, tags, I'm, I want to see if uh, that gets those back or keeps those up there or gets them back up there. And then if you recall earlier this week, I asked you about um, – Oh, what's the one that puts the icons? Um, about uh, Soshi Jam. Soshi Jam. I asked you about Soshi Jam because I noticed a lot of ClickBank videos had Soshi Jam icons in them. So yep. I, I went out and got Soshi Jam, and I'm using that as well. <laughs> so nice. We'll, we'll see how. Very cool stuff. We'll see. I'll, I'll keep you updated on how the ClickBank stuff goes. I just started yep. doing all that this past weekend. I went, oh, you wait know, a minute. Here's I used to it. do a lot of ClickBank stuff in the old days, and uh, I kind of gave up on, on doing ClickBank stuff just because <laughs> it was kind of funny. Uh, for such a for a company that's so big, that's done so much, everything in you know their website was like this ancient it still used Flash for, like, their recording, oh, yeah. and, you know, it was just so ancient, and they would send you checks in the mail, and I'm like, why would I do this when JVZoo sends me the money every day, you know? Well, <laughs> and so I kind of backed off of ClickBank just because of that kind of stuff, and it, it always seemed like if I sold something through JVZoo, we'd sell, you know, 100 copies and, and make all this money in a couple of days, and then we would do something on ClickBank and you know, be the same type of niche and same type of audience and, and you just only get a couple of sales. It just seemed like for whatever oh. reason, when I did ClickBank, I always sold a lot less. I don't know why. Oh, that, now that's interesting. Maybe it's in my head. Um, I don't know. Um, I, well, here's why I use ClickBank and, and Amazon. And also there's another one called Digistore 24 that's out of Germany. Sure. That's kind of like a yep. ClickBank. Um, most of the product offerings on there, certainly all the Amazon, but almost you know, like 95% of the product offerings, all I need to do is grab a link. Yes. Uh, JVZoo, I tried it, but it's like, I don't have a yeah, list. Yeah. I'd like to make some videos. Right? He's jacking. I'm not going to, you know. And so, <laughs> yeah, and you got to get approved. And and, 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 and I tried J, a bunch of JVZoos, and I tried uh, a bunch of uh, commission junctions and never got approved because I don't have a list. You know, I think I got to think that's what they're looking for is people like Ray the yeah, Video Guy. ClickBank, that have a list ClickBank and, is great in that, for the most part, you can kind of just jump in there and grab things and go. Um, my only issue with, with the ClickBank things is um, I, I don't find a lot of stuff that fits my list. You know, yeah, my list yeah, is yeah, about, yeah, you yeah, know, right. a new diet 
program or or what have you, you know. And 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 uh, ClickBank tends to be a lot more, uh, you know, very wide varieties of products. Whereas you're not going to necessarily find like a video editor on ClickBank that you can sell. That's right. Um, but you're going to find, you know, how to lose weight in 10 days by doing something or whatever. What, and so it's just not my audience. It's not your audience. Yeah. And, and, and what I'm doing with, with ClickBank is um, I'm going in and finding, I'm, I'm checking it every day for new stuff. And yep. then I want to be the first to get a video out there or two or three. And, yep. um, um, but, that's what I'm doing. And, and so I, what I, and, and, and it's the thing that does the best is weight loss, but there's also, you know, a few niches where maybe you can get ranked on YouTube for how to build a Oregon motor or Argon motor or whatever it's called, <laughs> you know, and, and you build a video around that because it's how to build an Oregon. And, you know, as you know, with YouTube, you'll, you'll be surprised how many views these things get, you know, there, there, there's one guy in Britain that builds videos on how to pull electricity out of the ground and power <laughs> and power things with it. And this guy gets like 300,000 views every video, and he cranks out a video every week, and he's a professor at some college in Great Britain. It's not like Oxford or anything. It's like a tech school. But, you know, um, so I kind of I put out a video on that and sold the product. It was a ground power generator, you know. Wow. And this guy gave you sold you a PDF on how to uh, build a, you know, that thing. Now, have you built it yet? Yeah. Yeah, and um, so, you know, there's stuff there on that, but what I primarily do is new products. Now, I know Lou, he's putting out eight videos a day. Sure. And so he's going deep into uh, uh, ClickBank and finding stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm using this as filler. You know, when I, when I get everything else done, I do it because I got about – Ten other things going on, but oh, I get it. Believe me, huh? I get it. Yep. So anyhow, so that's well, that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Now, when, when just so, so everybody understands, when you're making making these videos, like what kind of videos are these that you're making? Uh, screen capture videos. So uh, let, let's let's talk about Amazon. I'll find something new on Amazon. Uh, electronics does really well, you know. Uh, but yeah. I've, I've I found other things as well. Um, uh, the uh, the new Ninja Foodie. I sold quite a few of those. Nice. Uh, but but uh, let's talk about electronics. I'll find a uh, you know a, a YouTube video camera, and um, it's a screen capture video. So I show the landing page, and then what I do is I grab some of the reviews, but I don't grab the first five star review that's there. I go pretty deep in, and grab some and put them in a Google Doc along with a picture of the camera. And so then you start off by saying, hey, uh, thanks for watching this video. You can click on the link below in the description. Um, are you a YouTuber, entry level? You need a good video camera that you can do a whole bunch of things with that maybe you can't do with your iPhone or Droid or something like that? Well, take a look at this uh, doodah doodah camera. It's got this. It's got that. It's going to be everything you need. Let's look at the reviews. Nice. And then I read the reviews, and at the end I say, so you can get more information by clicking on the link below in the description. If you decide to buy it, would you please buy it through my link? Uh, I'm an Amazon affiliate, 
and it doesn't cost you a dime more. You're buying it from Amazon. I get a small commission, but Amazon pays that to me, not you. So, And so I've been selling a lot of stuff on, well, relatively, a lot of stuff on Amazon. And ClickBank's been a little more of a challenge, but I'm working to figure it out. I've, last weekend, I just went deep into it. I dove in the deep end of that and went, oh, that's why I'm not selling more, you know, so... No, that's that's really cool. It's always good to hear those types of successes with these types of programs because I know a lot of people are like, oh, that'll never work. I'll put, spend all that time and nothing ever works. Well, it's good to hear that that is working because that's that's exciting stuff. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, I've sold $50 worth of ClickBank stuff. I just got to figure out. A, I mean, one ClickBank thing is worth uh, 20 Amazon things, you know, so. Sure, and commissions, sure. you know, yeah, so because Amazon's commissions are are very uh, generous. Yeah, four <laughs> percent, I think, whereas thirty five percent on ClickBank, forty percent on ClickBank, fifty yeah. percent on ClickBank's not exactly, unusual. Exactly. And and they have kind of updated the website, although the back of but the back end of it is. Um, you know, a buggy from 1890. You know? <laughs> the, the exciting thing about the Amazon part of it, though, is, you know, if they go in there and buy your little ninja foodie and, and you get your five bucks off of that or whatever your commission is on that, uh, they might also buy a $2,000 TV at the same time. Right. And even though you didn't send them to that TV because you're the one who sent them to Amazon at that time and they bought a multi-thousand dollar TV, you're going to get your percent on that TV as well. And that's the one part about Amazon that can be good. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They, that, and, and that reminds me of a question I've been meaning to ask you. Uh, you know, the reason that happens, I've been told, is uh, the that cookie remains there for 24 hours. So if they buy anything within which, 24 hours. Which, by the way... I believe it used to be 30 days. Oh, did it? Yeah, it's 24 hours <laughs> well, it was, At one point in time, it was a good long period of time. So if people came back a week later and bought something, you'd get a commission on that, and they, they kind of cut that down. And, and, in fact, I thought it was three days, but uh, it may be one day now. For I think days. I think it's 24 hours. I think that's what I was told. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, and in, in the only reason I say I'm pretty sure is because I think a lot of things and somebody will look at me and go, you're nuts. That's not the case. You know, and I thought it was gospel truth, but I think it is 24. No, now, that, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I, I'm just not up on the Amazon things as much as I was at one point in time. So I'm and I never really was. I used to sell some things on here and there. But, you know, like you said, with ClickBank, you you know, you might get 50 percent. So I, I've always kind of focused on on that side of things. Now, the only thing I had to do, and i got to remember to ask you this question, but the only thing I had to do was build an e-commerce site because Amazon requires that. Oh, really? They, yeah, they don't care that you're going to you know, uh, generate all these vig- videos and get sales, and that's fine, but they want to know that you have an e-commerce site. Hmm. And so what I, um, what I did is I found somebody on Fiverr who would build one for a couple hundred bucks. And, I mean, it's a fully functional e-commerce site. With a ton of Amazon and other products on it. Um, yeah, that's cool. And so they they okayed it, and then I went on and did my thing. Now let me ask you this: Google at some point is not going to allow cookies, right? Or Chrome is not going to allow cookies. It's one of the two. Um, yeah, who knows? I'm not. You know, it's tough to say. I I can't imagine. I mean, the, if if cookies go away. Um, it'll be replaced by something similar. Something else, yeah. That's because they, they can't possibly not have. There's too many things that require that. Like we think of it, at, you know, when people think of cookies, they think, oh, they're remembering where I went there, so they can send me. 
cookies do a ton of things, mm-hmm. a ton of things. So really getting rid of it would not be good uh, unless it's replaced by something better. Well, and I got to tell you, um, I, I, I crank out a lot of videos and, and, um, you know, it's not only the review videos, but then uh, I'm I'm building a couple of YouTube channels. One's a daily Bible study. The other is my wife painting with ASMR, and we crank those out. Nice. Uh, on a regular basis, I got to run C Cleaner and clean up my computer because it just, I mean, <laughs> there's 150 gig on it at the end of the week, you know, <laughs> that I got to clean up and. So, but it does make um, operating in Chrome uh, more work <laughs> without those cookies because it clears out those cookies. And yes, um, yes. Uh, it does make it more work to do my banking, to do transactions, to, to just log into places I need to log into, you know. Uh, and, and now, you know, I do this all the time, so I'm fine. But, you know, you get some average grandma don't have cookies they're gonna have a heck of a time right well i got i got uncookied out of uh out of uh, you know where they didn't remember me anymore in last pass and really? so i <laughs> and i couldn't remember the password to last pass to get in to find my other passwords oh my goodness i got in eventually but uh yeah it was uh I was not cool the time I went there, and it didn't autofill everything in for me. And I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> well, you know, um, we just uh, my wife is uh, with this painting thing. She paints abstracts, and then she paints flowers and doodles. Nice. And she's exhibiting at a gallery now. We're going to go to a uh, we're exhibiting at a craft fair at a small town about an hour east of here um, next weekend. I got to find a place to go watch the Nebraska game while that's going on, but I'll, you know, whatever. It's not like it's not like it's the '90s anymore. You know, we suck. Um, the the uh, I'm I'm talking about Nebraska, not my wife. So, um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, but you know, we had to start taking credit cards for that. Yep, yep. And so I set up a merchant account through my bank, and then we've got one really? of those. Wow. Yeah, my. Um, my my bank is pretty good. They're pretty good with the commerce thing. No, know? that's that's good. I'm surprised they because sometimes they can be tough to get into, and that's why so many people jump on like Square or or Stripe just because uh, the banks can be such a pain in the neck to work with. Well, what happened was, quite frankly, I, I had a merchant account years ago with them, and the one customer that used them uh, went away. So I just I'm not going to pay the forty dollars a month anymore. Uh, so I had that, but I've been with them since 1980, and we always have a fairly hefty amount of money in our business account until the end of the year when we need to get rid of it, you know. So, sure. Uh, and so, uh, and then the guy that was working with me uh, said, "Okay, we're going to do this, but we're not going to tell him about that." And- <laughs> Because he said it doesn't make any difference, you know, and and this was the guy from uh, the, um, the 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 credit card company that works with the bank, you know, and uh, and so they they got me set up in short order. I mean, it was just a few days, um, but that you know, extenuating circumstances. Uh, been with them for forty years, uh, keep some fairly high balances, uh, you know, so. 
it, it, and that's yes, you're right. That's why a lot of people go with Stripe and Square because um, it's uh, it's hard to get it through their bank. Yeah, uh, you know, it can be difficult. It can be difficult. Yeah, I'm just we're just blessed in that uh, we've got a, a, a well, we got one big client that is very loyal to us that we've known forever um, and uh, love us and um, all that and. Actually, they're so big, they could take that stuff in-house at this point, but um, we, we've been doing it for 30 years, and it, it would be such a hassle to move that that they're just like, nah, nah, we'll keep it with you. <laughs> Don't worry about it, you know, so that's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good stuff. It's, it's exciting stuff, and, and it's neat to see uh, all these things tying in with videos and whatnot. Well, let me ask you this, Steve. What do you know about YouTube shorts? And do you think any of these YouTube shorts would help you with this? I, I don't know. I got to tell you. I, and that when, when you said, you know, before we went on the air, you said the show was going to be about YouTube shorts. I was like, oh, good, because I don't know anything about them. I mean, I know they're there. I've watched YouTube shorts, but I don't know anything about it. And so it's been on the list to learn about it and see if there's anything I can do with it. So this is great. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, it's also confusing, and it's also weird. Uh, and the reason I say that is not necessarily that short videos are weird. I mean, we've been doing things with TikTok and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, even at the escape rooms, we do TikTok stuff for the escape rooms. Um, and, and I'll be honest with you, when it comes to TikTok, while I love the audiences and everything else, uh, I don't necessarily 100% get how it really benefits you in a lot of ways. And I know somebody's going to come and skewer me for saying that, but you know, we, we do some of these things and I see others that are doing some of these things and it gets exposure. Sure. Um, and you know, maybe they'll remember and be like, Oh, we got to go, you know, visit that escape room or go to that dentist or whatever it happens to be that's in those. But I don't necessarily see the instant, response on that if, if you know you what i mean by that. okay yeah and, and so yeah. that's where it, it gets tough and it, and it's obviously tiktok it's a totally different app now that we've got to get into and you got to have you know it's another social media site or video site that you got to deal with so in, in that regard it can be a pain in the neck and, and that's why um i said right from the beginning when tiktok talk came out i was like well how long is it going to be before either facebook or youtube has the same exact functionality and of course mm-hmm. it didn't it, it took a little while but and, and this one's still in beta with youtube but um, they jumped into it. Well, and, and the reason you know, here, here's the reason I never got into TikTok is with my attorneys. What I'm trying to do is rank their GMBs and and their website, right? And we do that with stacking, uh, you know, stacking Google entities of which YouTube is one, but um, it's YouTube. You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's not YouTube Shorts, and so I just never had to get into it. But I've always wondered. So anyhow, go ahead. It's it's great for brand builders. Okay. Uh, and what I mean by that is, for instance, um, Gordon Ramsay does TikTok videos, short videos. Oh, yeah. And we're talking about TikTok. When I'm talking about TikTok, it's because TikTok's been around. We're talking about the short videos in general. But he'll do those little TikToks. And <clears throat> is he selling anything on the TikTok? No. But it's entertaining and it puts him in front of other people so that he's top of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, he does them as well. He'll do like little TikToks with his daughters singing or, or what have you and little things like that. And again, it's because he's getting in front of millions of eyeballs mm-hmm. and those mm-hmm. eyeballs remember, oh yeah, oh, he's got a movie coming out. The Rock. You know, does it, yeah. does he put in there, 
hey, look, I'm dancing with my daughter and then hold up a sign that says, go see, you know, the next Jumanji. No, but it's implied in there. It's like, oh, wait, Dwayne Johnson. That's right. You got to go watch that thing. Oh, it's yeah. Gordon Ramsay. That's right. We got to get his cookbook or we got to watch the TV show. Um, so from that perspective, it can be very powerful. And uh, a lot of escape rooms are using them. Um, and in in the case of something like an escape room, it's a little tougher because with something like TikTok, you're hitting this worldwide audience. Well, somebody in Canada or or you know Montana or Mexico or India is not going to come and play any of our escape rooms just because mm-hmm. they see um, you know a TikTok video. That's just mm-hmm. not going to happen because we're you know too far away. They're not going to do that. But it will still hit some local people as well and and whatnot. So it's well worth it. And in our case, because we've got multiple locations in different areas you know we want we want to show off as being a bigger brand and so by being a you know doing an impossible escape one and keeping that going that can definitely be a big help um so i can see its benefits there now when it comes to youtube and youtube shorts it's very much the same thing except now you've got this 800 pound gorilla that's behind it uh yeah tiktok is a huge media platform no doubt but pales in comparison to YouTube as a whole, which, of course, is part of Google as a whole. So you're talking about a very, very gigantic player in this field, and they're still in beta. When they come out of beta and they've got this thing really rolling, um, you could see TikTok get destroyed. Now, some people say, oh, no, they're too big, but you know what? Periscope got destroyed as soon as Facebook had a live. It didn't mm-hmm. take long before Periscope was just gone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they got bought out, but then even after they were bought out, it died. Um, meerkat died, mm-hmm. you know, it, mm-hmm. it's just these big guys can do it. They can do it either just as well or better. And in the case of these shorts, you know, I mean, you're just recording a video and it's posting it. So it's not like you can go, Oh, well, the YouTube one is much better than it. No, it, it's, you're pressing a button and recording and it's, and it's doing its thing. So, um, in my opinion, there's not enough, you know, you've, you've either got to be better or you got to be different in order to succeed. And unfortunately, it's not really better. It's not really different. So who's going to win? Well, probably the bigger player. You know, yeah, uh, okay. the case, but that's that's likely the case. And, and I could see where TikTok kind of becomes a passing thing as this gets bigger with within YouTube, um, just like you saw with, you know, uh, how often do you hear about Snapchat anymore? Yeah, I know it's still huge, and people are going to go, why do I use it all the time? You don't hear about it like you used to, though. It yeah, used to be no. a huge thing, and all the stuff that they do has been ripped off by everybody else and you know, done either better or you know, maybe better in some of those cases, but and not, really, not really necessarily different, but by a bigger company that can just crush them. And you know, that's why, even though Snapchat's still around, it's a huge company, it's not like it was. Twitter is not like it was. You know, some of these platforms, they're getting beaten by these bigger ones, even if they're not necessarily the bigger ones aren't necessarily better. But when you can do it within one ecosystem, that makes life a lot easier. You know, yeah. if you think about it. Oh, I can do my shorts inside of YouTube and I can do the stories and I can do my regular videos. Um, that makes it pretty good. Now, this is where the confusion comes in, of course, though. You're going to make videos. On YouTube, you've got different options now. You've got your regular old videos, you got your live videos, you got your stories, and now you got your shorts. Okay, when do you want to use these things? 
And how are you going to use them? Well, they're definitely different. There's no doubt about that. But the one th advantage that YouTube has, of course, is that you've already got a video presence on there. It's not just shorts. So, for instance, with instance, uh, excuse me, with uh, Impossible Escape, we've already got channels for all of our locations and a main Impossible Escape channel, which is highly neglected, the main one. But we need to fix that. But you start doing your shorts and they're on there as well. Well, now you've got the audience that's already in there. They're seeing your shorts. They're seeing who did it. They can look at your main, your, your main channel and your main videos and you've got that advantage in there as well. So to me, that from a business standpoint is going to be more compelling than just TikTok. But of course, as we say, you probably want to do both. But yeah. for now, I still say that the YouTube one has the advantage, especially for brands, because you can attach it to all that other stuff that's already in the same platform. That makes a lot of sense. I think so. You know, one thing I've noticed, uh, I follow three, four, I follow three uh, travel log YouTubers. Mm -hmm. uh, that all they do is go out there with uh, a uh, selfie stick and a GoPro, and it's just them, and they walk around and talk about it and show things. And uh, one gal has two GoPros because she's on a motorcycle, you know, so she's got one facing out and one facing in. She's got a drone. She's yep. as fancy as it gets. The other guy's just one uh, GoPro. Uh, and they walk around and show all these things. Now, in the case of these two guys, it's their personality that makes it work. You know, uh, the in, in the case of the gal on the motorcycle, uh, she's a real sweetheart, but she adds some production value because she doesn't have the sense of humor. Those guys, do. the other two guys are really funny. And then there's another guy that uh, once a week, and he's called Simply Railway. Once a week, he 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 rides a train somewhere and videotapes it all. He gives a tour of the train. Uh, he does a review. He does all these kinds of things. You know, he averages about a hundred thousand views of video. Each one of them uses Instagram to show stuff that they don't show in their videos. Uh, you know, pictures or outtakes or in the case of the yep. Simply Railway, when he was, he took the uh, California Zephyr from Chicago to uh, uh, to uh, San Francisco, wherever it's right across the bay from San Francisco, Victorville. And so he showed little, little shorts of the trip uh, in real time almost, you know, uh, as he went through, through the trip to, you know, kind of build up a little bit of, uh, of, uh, interest in in the youtube video so they th these guys use it for that they they have some permanent posts but most of them are the ones that go away in 24 hours and so i guess the the takeaway is i see youtubers using that to their advantage to generate interest in their youtube videos yeah absolutely i mean think about that you know um i, I obviously nowadays look at a lot of things based off of uh um, escape rooms because that's what we're marketing most of uh, my my most of my client work now is for the businesses that I own um, although we still obviously have clients and, and we still pick up new clients but most of the effort that I put in nowadays is is for the actual businesses that we own and you think about this in an escape room let's say you've got some sort of crazy puzzle where something jumps out and scares you right mm -hmm. you could do a youtube short and a tiktok and an instagram reel you know and just have it just show like the 
the end result, like the thing jumping out and scaring you and that's right. everybody that's right. laugh yeah. and then go, want to see how we put this together? Yeah. Check out our YouTube video, you know, that kind of a thing. So there is that option of, of cross-promoting it back like that. Yeah, that oh, means- yeah, absolutely. And that's that's what these guys are doing. Right, uh, but but they only use. Uh, I thought I, th- I thought it was interesting. They only use Instagram. They don't do shorts, which they probably should. Yeah. Uh, they don't use TikTok. I, I just and, and I'm not saying that anything about that, other than it's an observation I made. You know. Sure, and you know the the cool thing about this is because we're we're doing stuff with TikTok, um, you can reuse the stuff that you shoot. So if you made a short video, you can use the gallery on your phone to bring that into the YouTube shorts. So if you do something and you want to put it in both, you know, it's highly recommended. Create your short video and then put mm-hmm. it on TikTok, oh, yeah. put it under there, and now you're repurposing it. Put it on Instagram Reels, and you've got the same stuff in all three places. Just be careful because you don't want to pull it from, you know, you don't want to pull the video from TikTok, put it on YouTube, and have it say TikTok on there. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, good, so, good point. Just be careful of that. How, um, how, let me ask you this: on, uh, let's talk about TikTok because it would apply to YouTube Shorts. Well, you, know, you already you already got an audience on YouTube. Uh, how did you build an audience on TikTok for uh, well, the, the escape room? I'll tell you right now, it's it's too new. I don't know if we really uh, have an audience on there. Okay. I'll be uh, honest with you, it's it's something that I am not. Um, on the TikTok stuff, I am not personally doing any of that stuff. Okay. That's actually being done by my daughter's doing it and one of the other employees, and they're they're kind of doing that TikTok stuff right now. So I've done a few things on there, but um, you'd be surprised. It, it, the audience is on TikTok. Building an audience is really just a matter of building content people want to see. And it, and and I know that's the the cliched answer. That's always been the cliched answer. Oh, you got to make videos that people want to see. But on TikTok, that is that is one hundred percent more important than anywhere else. Uh, and YouTube Shorts probably the exact same thing, because you don't have to. It's not like YouTube where you've got subscribers and then the subscribers are going to get your video if they've clicked the little bell button. You know, it's not like that. You put something out there on TikTok, it's going to go out there and people are going to see it or they're going to scroll past it. So if you can get attention, it's all about attention. That's what's going to get people watching more of your stuff. Right, it's, right, it's okay. really kind of that okay. simple. I see. I get um, it. I my, my son, for instance, he made a, a video um, that went absolutely insanely viral on on uh, on TikTok. And it was just this goofy little video. There was no marketing angle to it. There's no nothing. It was a toy in Walmart. And um, his wife just filmed him playing with this little toy. This like It's like this duck thing. And you roll, you know, it's got it's got like a handle on it. It's for little kids, and it's got a duck on the end, and you push it with the handle like a wagon handle, and the duck walks, and it goes. <laughs> and he made this little video, and it, I, I don't know how many it ended up getting, but it was like thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands. It was just growing and growing and growing like crazy um, over the first couple of days. And I don't know if he ever hit a million or not, but it was way up there. So. So th- he just put that out there, and and, just and people gravitated to it. Yeah, yeah, because okay. it was silly and it was funny. Yeah, and then he made a follow up one here at the escape room where um, a secret passage opens, and then out comes that duck. Oh, okay. Uh, and okay. oddly enough, that one did not do nearly as well, and I think I know why. Um, because why? one of the things when it comes to these short videos is you've got to get their attention in that first second. Oh. 
And in that in that second video, there's too much, you know, oh, what's this going to be? And then it happens, and people are already gone. So yeah. you think about that with a 15 or a, or a 60 second video, you've really got to get them to pay attention, and if you know, otherwise they're onto something else. That's right. So it's more important than ever. And I think that might be why that one didn't do nearly as well. Um, but you know, if you can get people's attention with things, you can get a lot of eyeballs. It's it's much like Instagram in general. When I post things on Instagram, uh, I see instant. Pardon the, pardon the pun there, <laughs> but I see instant responses from people. When I post things on Facebook, you know, eh, maybe, maybe nobody will respond. Maybe a couple people respond a few oh. hours later. On Instagram, I put something up and within seconds, I already see people that are liking it or, or commenting on something. So it, it, it's, it's very much like that. It's, it's a, that instant gratification thing. And, uh, you know, that's what this brings to the table is that boom, it's right there in front of people. So if you got a business, you know, I can't imagine that um, YouTube Shorts. Well, let me change that. We'll go to TikTok. I can't imagine TikTok's going to do very well if you're a dentist and your TikTok video goes is, "Hey, I'm Dr. Jones, and we've got a new product here that whitens teeth. Come check it out." Probably not going to do very well. Right now on YouTube Shorts, there could be value to that because it's attached to your other stuff. Right. So I could see where that might. Again, it's too too new. It has to be played around with. I could see where that might have some value because people will be able to see that short content with all your other stuff, and then it might make more sense. But um, you know, obviously, the more attention you can grab, the funnier it is, or the most shock, more shocking that it is, um, that's a really good thing. Well, and and I have I have uh, seen. Uh, all kinds of how-to videos on YouTube that you thought nobody would be interested in, you know, like yeah. how to whiten teeth, I don't know, that get 300,000 views, you know. So it's it's amazing what kind of audiences are out there. The key is uh, putting stuff up at least weekly, if not three times a week, and just consistently doing it until you hit the algorithm. And oh, and then people are going to watch them if if it's something that people are going to watch. Uh, you know, and that sounds kind of weird. People will watch them if it's something they want to watch. But uh, you you have to try four or five different things and see what hits. But if if it's 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 amazing what people are predisposed to watch on YouTube. I'm just oh, amazed yeah. by it. You know? And and I'll tell you when you're doing the well, and it's not just with these short videos. Uh, it's with any type of video content that you're going to do, and you can't always, you know, not every piece of content is going to fit this for obvious reasons. If you're a divorce lawyer and you're literally giving people information, or let's say a DUI lawyer, and you're literally giving people, this is what you need to do, it's not going to follow that entertainment model and, and whatnot. But what I like to say is when you're doing these types of videos, especially with these shorts, you've got to be crass. Now, Steve, what does that mean to you, crass? Uh, verbose, obnoxious. Uh, okay, well, in this case, that is not the case. Crass usually is a negative thing. If you're crass in there, people are going to be like, oh, they're shocked and outraged that you would do that. Uh-huh. Crass is my little acronym, and I think it's kind of funny, because in your videos, you need to you need to create content that has curiosity, uh-huh. reality, uh-huh. action, story, and surprise. Oh, I like yeah. that acronym. Clever, eh? Clever. Yeah, yeah. And when you provide those things in your videos, short videos or even longer videos, it's going to get more people paying attention to it. It's going to get more people paying attention to you. So, again, 
curiosity. We know what that is. So uh, if you get something that's like, what is that? You know, if the screen starts with some crazy thing on the screen and you're like, what is that? They're going to stop and look, right? That's the curiosity mm-hmm. factor. Reality has to, you, you know, in, in anything, you can't be so, uh, I mean, I was going to say, you can't be so outrageous that it's unbelievable. Obviously, there are situations where you can be outrageous and, and unbelievable, you know, it, cartoons and, and things like that. But the point being is, is, you know, you want to have some reality to it. You want to have some sort of action. You got to keep things moving. Even though it's only 60 seconds or 15 seconds, you got to have a lot of things going on there. Um, you've got to have a story. You know, what's the point? Okay, you've got something that makes them curious at the beginning. What's the payoff? Is there a story behind all of this that's going to come together with this? Oh, I'm so glad I watched to the end because that's when the the snake jumped out and bit the guy in the neck. Ha, ha, ha. Funny. Yeah. All right. Um, that's not funny. but And then, of course, the surprise. That's the snake jumping out at the end is the surprise. So if you put those things together into a cohesive form and hit as many of those as you can – and, and to be honest, sometimes you're only going to hit one or two of those. But if you can try to get most of those things into your videos, be crass. Yeah. First time you're ever going to hear that telling people. To there you crass. go. That's perfect. That's be perfect. crass and you will you will be able to uh, to, to get some. Now, attention. Just so I don't have to bug you about this later. Uh, <laughs> run me through the acronym again, because I'll put that in the show notes. Otherwise, I got to bug you in uh, yep. the, no, the messenger bet. about it. It's a uh, curiosity, curiosity. Reality. Reality. Action. Reality. Action. Story. Story. And surprise. And surprise. And not necessarily in that order, the acronyms in that order, but you know, sometimes if you're gonna put content together, you probably wanna have uh you know, the the curiosity and what oh, I guess it's kind of in there. Well, you know, I know I, I was just thinking about this one guy I follow. He hadn't done a video in three months, so I don't know if he got he just got burned out, or uh, he may have gotten uh, uh, demonetized for a while. But anyhow, this guy named Harold Balder, and he's from Norway, and he travels the world with the GoPro. And he was in the Swahili bush for like a month recording his escapades. Mm-hmm. And and the first one starts out with these African women, African dress. They're speaking Swahili, and they're they're walking with the the GoPro, and they're like, uh, uh, "Where are we going? Oh, we're going to see Harold Balder." And but they're speaking in Swahili, and he's uh, you know putting the captions at the bottom. Who's Harold Balder? Oh, he's this guy from Norway. What's a Norway? You know, and and and, and, and you know, and uh, I don't know. I think he's just some idiot. But anyhow, we, we're we're supposed to go wake him up. He's staying in that hut over there, and so they walk into the hut, and then you know they're going in there, and they're they're like, well, what's he doing here? You know, and they, I don't think white men are allowed in these things. You know, things like that. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, I'm over here. I'm over here. And then he's uh, he's got a pet goat, and and this is how it starts. You know what I'm saying, and and uh, it's just crazy stuff, but it's funny as heck, you know. So that helps. Nice. Well, see, and that's the thing. Yeah, you got your you got your your curiosity in that. You got your reality. You got a little bit of action. You definitely have a story, and you got the surprise at the end. So right, right. There you go. He is crass. He is crass. Harold <laughs> is definitely crass. That's for sure. So, yeah, and I've noticed that he he always starts with some kind of goofy skit where he takes the people who are going to be in the video and gets them to play along. You know, they kind of script script out this really hokey thing, and it's it's so bad it's good. You know, so nice. Yeah, yeah. we like that kind of stuff. That's good. 
Well, very good. This was a fun show. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and, and the thing is, guys, you got to get out there and try these things. It's very easy. All you have to do is when you open up your YouTube app on your phone, you just press the button. It's going to say create a short. And you've got you can do 15 or 60 seconds to so try it out. Have a little bit of fun with it. Show some things off. We're going to start doing more of those, I think, uh, just for the heck of it. I, I do a lot of Facebook Live stuff, but I might start doing some of those things on um, shorts as well. Just to uh, yeah, you know. Now that I think about it, I may start doing that. My my wife's channel is called Art Kitty, K I T T I E, and I may start doing that on there. Nice. Yeah, it's 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 kind of fun. We'll see we'll see if it takes off. I mean, we've got another three months of creating videos two or three times a week before we even know. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. You know, the, we stood all that time. Yeah, well, the Bible study. Now, that's one of those things where it, it forces it, it motivates me to do uh, a, at least read a chapter every day. Yep. So whether or not that hits it or not, I'm I'll keep doing it. I got to think after I'm uh, like five books into it that maybe they'll notice it. You know, <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, well, you know, hey, anything that that helps you to get something done, right? If that's, that's right, that's it. right. You know, I, well, you know, and this is another thing that I, um, this is kind of a been a good uh, uh, miscellaneous things I always wanted to talk to you about. Show it's kind of prompted me for that. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things that I have learned is I don't have to have the skills of you know Ray like Ray the video guy to crank out a lot of videos that people will watch. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, and, and then if I really need the skills of a Ray the Video guy, well, you're right there. It's, you know, if I... Well, you know, I almost hate saying it, but um, one of the um, one of the fortunate benefits of, of all this COVID stuff and, and reality TV yeah. before it is that um, it, it's opened people up to accepting more basic forms of video. Mm-hmm. You know, when you turn on the news during COVID and, you know, Ann Jones, your your normal uh, newscaster, is, is recording via a Skype webcam at her house instead mm-hmm. of, you know, professional cameras and things like that, it, it really opens things up to be, oh, I guess you don't need to have million-dollar productions for something to be of value. And reality TV opened us up to that a little bit, even though those are big productions, but they're more in your face, more straight up. Um, and YouTube obviously has contributed to that over the years. But I think that that's been a big help in helping people to realize, you know, you don't need major productions. I need to learn that lesson because even simple things I, you know, can I teach a lesson by just teaching the lesson? Yes. But do I have to do a stand up beforehand and have graphics and, and, you it's, know, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of in your DNA because you go back 25, 30 years uh, yeah, well, as a videographer and, and, at a TV station, you know. Yeah, so. and, and I want I want my stuff to stand out a little bit over the normal training video stuff, which is usually very basic and simple. And I want to stand out a little bit more and be like, oh, look, this is so much more professional, you know, that kind of a thing. Um, even though it's really not. Well, but, remember the the, the uh, Mentos exploding Coke go- bottle guys. Yep. yep. Uh, they consult big name companies like Coke on on building videos that have a chance of going viral. How to yeah, how to downscale production. That's right. 
That's right. You know, you need to make it look more real. And if you look at the YouTube videos, they certainly are not overproduced. They can't no. crap. I mean, they got to have some production values. But yep. but and and that's the thing. If you want to know what the production values are, watch YouTube videos and see what people are doing, um, because you you'd be surprised. You can make a really good looking video and and you know not be uh, have the production background that Ray has. You know, I mean, you could you can. I mean, the only the, the only thing I can't do are pre roll ads because I want professional pre roll ads with a jingle and. <laughs> So anyhow, Ray, yeah, good stuff today. Thanks. I think so, too. I think it's a, an exciting new world out there when it comes to these short videos. And uh, anytime we lower the barrier of entry, it's going to only help. And when you can just grab your phone, and click a video, and go for it, that's going to lower that barrier of entry, make it much easier, and you can do some really cool stuff. And, and I think it could really be a benefit to a lot of businesses if you can do it right and really start to get uh, – you know, get a little crass, as we That's say. That's right, crass. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that on a post-it note, and put it on my bulletin board, and I'll also put it in the show notes. <laughs> All right. So, uh, who helped make this show possible today, and where are you doing the show from, by the way? Well, I'm, I'm doing this show from the RVG Studios here, which are powered by our good friends at Movo. And of course, if you're looking to get your videos powered so that you can be even more crass, well. Then head on over to raiselinks.com slash movo where you will find all sorts of great products for you to make better videos. That includes microphones and stands. That includes lights and a whole bunch of other things as well. In fact, they've even got big products like mixers and things like that if you really need them. Uh, so be sure to check them out. Raiselinks.com slash movo. And with that, Steve, another one in the can. So let's hit that funky music. All righty. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at, even if he's a little fat. He's filled with video expertise and has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. 